What's up, Videolanders? I'm your host, Brad Hawkins, and with me tonight is... Kyle Brown, the New Year's baby. And Seth. Welcome to our last episode of the year, number 323! <laughs> we made it, guys! Yeah! Let's party like it's these party horns. Yeah, I'm most comfortable when I got two <laughs> phallic things in each hand. What were you doing in 1999? 99, uh, I was probably drinking Crystal Pepsi. Uh, well, that's gotta be too early. Yeah. <laughs> Watch too, it. Too late. Yeah, uh, too late. That's what I meant. Too um, late. I was, uh, fuck, 99? I was like middle school. I don't was know. Nelly. Was Nelly out in 99? Probably. I was Smash know, Mouth. Nelly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you could say 2018 then. I'm yeah. always listening to Smash Mouth. <laughs> so let's party like it's 2019, shall yeah. we? Yeah. We should do that. Yeah. Futuristic partying. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. About flying cars in the future. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get started, I want to give some love. Um, first off, you know, I just want to thank you, Seth, for another great year of co-hosting, just having my back and being just my wingman. Thank you. You know, I never know what you're going to say, and that's exciting and confusing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and a big thanks to you, Kyle, for all the hard work you put into marathons and verses, um, along with Cousin Wayne and Nathan Planiga. Um, and just a big thanks to Jesse Reyes, Ryan Smith, and Brian Still. Uh, they do a lot of filling in during the week, and they bring some fun and colorful commentary. Although... Somehow, I always know what Brian Steele is going to say, <laughs> especially when it comes to DC. Yeah, well. <laughs> he was just an ass hair away, just an ass hair shy of giving Aquaman Pantheon last yeah. week. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. But we love you, Brian. <laughs> we love you. You're part of the crew. And we hope you have a happy new year, motherfucker. All right. And big thanks to our editor, Matthew Wade. Man, he catches a lot of my stupid errors, man. So thanks for making me You look... make a lot. I do. I make a lot of errors, man. Most of it's just quick errors. Yeah. yeah. I'm just trying to get the, the content out there. And he's like, Brad, what the fuck are you doing? You're always like, like you know what? Down. I'll have this podcast up in three days. And like 20 minutes later, you're like, all right, I got the whole thing edited, guys. It's going up now. Yeah. And we're like, whoa, whoa hey, he catches slow down, all man. that stuff. So he really, uh, he carries my cross with me. So... Thank you. Um, and to everyone else, man, I don't want to forget any names. Um, all the AV Council members, the Facebook group members, all of our listeners, um, just thanks for sticking with us in 2018. Um, if I'm forgetting anyone, just thank you. You are fucking awesome. You are the reason we do this. Oh, man. Did you guys have a fun year in the studio just talking about movies? I mean, a lot's happened. I mean, the studio looks different than what it did in 2017. Yeah, so, I want to yeah. give a big thanks to Rich Pope, Rich man. Pope. Yeah. Rich Pope, man. Dickie yeah, he, uh, if it wasn't for Rich Pope, we would not have the studio, man. Like the uh, the ceilings remodeled, man. He's uh, you know insulation. I mean, he's 
he really did a lot of work and for for peanuts. It's yeah. a cold night. Last year we would have been, you know, freezing our dicks. Yeah, off. our dicks yes. would have been inverted. Yes. No. Now they just they look like that normally, but you know, we're a little bit warmer at least. Yeah. What were some of your favorite episodes of the year? I know I'm putting you on the spot, but uh, what were some of your favorite marathons or verses? I really enjoyed the you, Billy Walter. Billy Walter was great, you know. And surprisingly, coming in, I thought the worst one we were gonna have was Chuck Norris versus, <laughs> and it ended up being a hell of a fun time yeah. doing that one. So I think I think that one somehow comes out on top for me. I had a great uh, Miami Connection versus L.A. Street Fighters uh, mm-hmm. with Cousin Wayne, uh, Marshall Wade, and Ryan Smith. That was fucking hilarious um i had i've never had that much fun in the studio mm-hmm. um and then seth you and i we did our first commentary this year with yeah. solo that was a lot of fun it was and infinity war we did that as yeah, well infinity so war. that was fun what were some of your favorite episodes i mean really i'm trying to think, like our creed 2 is awesome yeah our uh mission possible mission that was a great review was a great film and, and a great review i mean the most expensive mustache in the in movie history is there that <laughs> uh um, and then, you know, Ready Player One. Yeah, I thought that one was fun solid. too. I was going to say, did we do Deadpool 2 this year? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, we yeah. did a lot of uh, right out of the theater. Yeah, you know, just right then and right there. Right in front and of the like Let's yeah. talk about it. I like movies. that. Just whatever. Let's just no go. No planning, so, yeah. just raw dogging mm-hmm. it. Night yeah. of. But, and since you put me on the on the spot, yeah, I, I can't really remember. I mean, it's all just a blur. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. Yeah. It is. Um, I, I love the uh, pictures in the studio, guys. Mm-hmm. You know, Kyle, he does a lot of dressed up. You do too, <laughs> Seth. You guys are probably the the two best at you know, like, hey, I'm like on the spot. Let's we're gonna you know wear something to the studio, and you guys always show up with something crazy. You know, mm-hmm. um, so does Nathan Planiga. Um, just that's that's some fun for me is just getting some snapshots real quick before we start talking. You know, mm-hmm. let's um, let's not shortchange you. You put in a, a fuckload of work doing this, and even episodes that it's just you talking to people like Gary Wolf or. Adam Marcus, like those are some fucking great episodes. You do a lot of good interview shit. That mm-hmm. especially this year, you've been hitting home runs like every time out. So. Yeah, well, thank you. It's a, it's a lot of hard work, man, but it's fun, man. Um, we've had some, yeah, we've had some fun. We've had some great episodes, drunk episodes, angry episodes. <laughs> Overall, though, it's been a great year for movies, and I'm excited for a new year with new adventures. Alright guys, tonight we'll be giving our very quick thoughts on Bumblebee, and then we will conclude with our top 10 most anticipated movies of 2019. Uh, But first, I want to remind everyone that you can find us on AdventuresInVideoLand.com or on our Facebook at AdventuresInVideoLand. Seth, how do we do things in the Dragon's Lair? So, when we uh, broadcast from the Dragon's Lair and... Look at that. We're in the Dragon's Lair. Ooh. You're listening while we're broadcasting from the Dragon's Lair. How many times can I put Dragon's Lair in one sentence? One or more maybe time. a more time. I don't know. Dragon's Lair. Okay. So uh, there See are two rules. See how good he is? He's good. Two rules. Okay. One, there's going to be spoilers. So if you haven't seen what we're talking about, we're going to ruin it for you. So maybe you should uh, go watch it and then you can listen to our thoughts on it. And then the other rule is that you you probably figured it out. Um, there's some uh, adult uh, language being used locker here. Room and, talk. Yeah, locker room talk. Uh, some innuendos. Um, we've already talked about phallic double fisting. We've uh, said some f words. We've said some s words. Wait, is what I said sexual about double fisting these? You said oh. phallic. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh man. Phallic. We have some. Yeah. Se- we have some senior listeners. Oh. Exactly. So and probably maybe, not now. Thanks. And maybe some young tots are out there. So maybe you mm-hmm. want to put the put them to bed. Yes. Unless it, unless it's noon. If if it's noon on New Year's, you're listening to this. Don't put the kids to bed. Yeah, that's probably Lock them idea. in the closet. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> put them back where they belong. Exactly. Like Harry Potter. But I think that's... Under the stairs. Raise your kid to be a wizard. Exactly. I think that covers our bases. Um, so thank you, Seth. And I just want to give you a... 
yeah, that's that's our salute. So, you know, did a great job. Thanks. Um, but, guys, I wanted to close out the year with our most anticipated of 2019, but we didn't get a chance to talk about Bumblebee. So, real quick, let's give our thoughts. Kyle, what are your thoughts on Bumblebee? You know what? I hate every single Transformers movie I've ever seen. <laughs> From the first one, even, I hate it, and people seem to enjoy that one. So, uh, go back when and I, watch it. Yeah. So <laughs> Yeah, you'll hate it too if you actually go back and watch it. Yeah, um, you remember and, it being good. Uh, God, and uh, so you know, this getting a lot of positive reviews kind of threw me for a loop, and I was like, you know what? I got a free day. We have a new theater here in town with some new seats, mm. and so I was like, I'm. It's only got three movies. I've already seen Aquaman. Don't really care to see Mary Poppins. I'll go see Bumblebee. Why the fuck not? And I had a hell of a fucking time mm, watching nice. this movie. Is it like a you know Oscar masterpiece? Fuck no. Is it robots beating the shit out of each other and it, does the CGI look good? Sure it does. Music's fun? Yeah. The acting's solid? Great. No, it, like, no racist robots? No racist robots in this one? Like, <laughs> like No Michael yeah. Bayisms? No. It's some good heartfelt moments. You get like good like humor actually in it. Uh, and I, I just, I had a fun time sitting and watching it. It's, that's kind of what I wanted out of every Transformers movie that they, they brought to us before, but they didn't deliver. And this time... They fucking delivered, yeah. Right on. Man, I've been talking to Seth all week about my thoughts on this, and every time I talked to you, it sounded like I hated this movie. Because you hate movies. Because I'm the guy who secretly <laughs> hates movies. Yeah. Um, but So I have to be careful here. Like, I need to frame my thoughts a certain way, all right? I didn't hate it, okay? It's not a bad movie, but I wasn't a fan. Not as much as you were, Kyle. Um, I just What do you give it on the AV scale? Yeah, what do you give it? Score it. Three, two, five. Okay. Yeah, so, you know, good. Mm. Like, a little so more we, serviceable than good. Okay, that's pretty close um, to what I'm going to give it. Um, but overall, I think it just seems unnecessary. You know, as of today, it's at 93% on Rotten Tomatoes. A little high. A little high. Super I, high. I usually line up with RT, you mm -hmm. know, um, more than not. But in this case, I think it's highly overrated. Uh, people are saying it's the best Transformers movie of all time. Because it is. Revival of the mm. franchise. Because it is. Let's say it's the best Transformers movie, again, isn't saying much. Not it's, counting the animated movie. It's like the, saying a ham sandwich show. is, you know, better than a dick sandwich. No, it's not. A ham sandwich isn't better than a dick sandwich? <laughs> so that's what like, no, it's dick? not. What kind of I'll dick? take a dick sandwich. <laughs> But yes, it's the best. It's the ham sandwich of the Transformers movies. Right. That's what I'm calling it. The ham sandwich of the Transformers movies. I think Bumblebee is just a good movie that is still connected to one of the worst franchises in cinematic history. If this was the first movie, I'd probably say, you know, cool. We'll, we'll see where they go. Um, but I know where they're going. They're going Dark of the Moon, <laughs> Age of Extinction, The Last Night. You know, that's where they're going. I just, you know, I don't care. You know, it's just a cute, predictable E.T. ripoff, and I don't mind paying homage, you know, but it didn't feel like they were just ever doing their own thing, just kind of very paint by the numbers. I didn't laugh. Most of the jokes were repeated Bumblebee radio humor. Um, I thought it was a little too precious at times. I thought the boyfriend element was unneeded. Some of the family stuff didn't work for me. Um, I honestly don't understand what the hype is all about. Overall, it's, it's a perfectly acceptable film. Nothing really negative, nothing really positive, but definitely, definitely, definitely not worth 93% on Rotten Tomatoes. So just some quick pros. 
action was good. You brought that up. It was mm-hmm. nice for once to see some slow Transformer action that mm-hmm. you could actually understand what the fuck was going Not on. Just a hodgepodge of colors and metal flying around. Yeah. You're like, what the fuck is happening? I don't even know who's in the scene. <laughs> exactly. So uh, transformations were cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Haley Steinfeld is a pure joy. Um, I thought John Cena was wasted, but I think he's got something. If somebody would let him choose some scenery. I actually like John Cena. Yeah. I'd like to see him in other stuff. I, I've liked him in other stuff. Like, he's great in Trainwreck and uh, Cockblockers, what he was I've, de- I never, he was, I've never he seen was those. Funny in that, yeah. I actually like John Cena. I was like, man, I wish they would have gave him something to do. You know, So someone needs to cast him in a G.I. Joe reboot, man. He needs to be in a fucking G.I. Joe movie. Which Joe would you want him to be? Oh, I don't know. Either like the Rock. Ch- Chuckles <laughs> or, or, or something like that, man. Sergeant Slaughter. He'd be great at Sergeant <laughs> Slaughter. You know, so with me, this is going to be a hot take, man. But let's forget Bumblebee exists. Let's start the Hasbro universe. Start with a Cybertron origin movie. Cast John Cena in a G.I. Joe movie. Get Micronauts and Mask movies rolling. Let's start fresh. That's my hot take. If you ask me right now, Bumblebee, three out of five stars. That's where I'm going. Seth, what's your thoughts? So I liked Bumblebee. You guys... (laughs) (laughs) Um, I thought it was really nice. (laughs) Um... I, I thought Haley did a really good job. I thought that this was... It sucks that they had to follow within the rules of the world that they had already made because, like, I did think it was weird that the Decepticons couldn't realize that Megatron was probably right behind them in the dam because that's why he wasn't in the opening <laughs> scene because he's supposedly in the dam already. So that kind of bummed me out. But the transformations were sick. I thought it was it was really nice. Like, some of the music cues with the You Got the Touch, so that was pretty cool. And uh, I thought it was awesome that they just kind of, uh, um, they did retcon a few things like the the robot's looks and everything that, you know, yeah, o- Optimus was the Mack truck rather than the the, yeah. the, 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 the other ki- type of semi or whatever. And then I thought it was cool that Bumblebee became a Camaro at the end to kind of fit with the other ones. Um, Which all- sucks because, you know, he's going to, to those shitty Michael Bay movies. Who knows? Maybe we'll do maybe something. Maybe they'll retcon everything. Maybe. I would like that. Yeah. Maybe this one will do so well that they're like, all right, we're just going to say that this is the beginning. And guess what? Megatron's coming to town next Christmas. And he's going to beat the shit out of every Transformer. No. You know Wishful they, thinking. I hope you're right. Did you know that in the, uh, um, they originally had a whole thing like a Sauron moment for we're like in that opening we're just basically like Megatron's just beating the shit out of everybody on uh, on Cybertron yeah why that that sounds amazing Mm -hmm. I wanted to stay in stay in Cybertron yeah, no, I think that was... God that, damn it! Yeah, I thought it was cool that, that was... Why can't stay here? I thought that it was neat that that was kind of littered throughout the movie. That uh-huh. is, we got this kind of E.T. style story. You said that earlier, but uh, but I, I think that kids need a, a new E.T. So, because they, they painted out all the guns in E.T., and mm-hmm. it's not worth watching anymore. Some pretty vicious robot kills too, and yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, kills. Remember yeah. that human fucking kill? cliff jumper goes like they cut straight yeah. down the fucking. Well, what about he's popping people? That's oh yeah, legit. Yeah, I love yeah. the human just like liquid. Yeah, yeah. he's like, Ooh, that's yeah. fun. They are called Decepticons. <laughs> so yeah, and I thought that they all kind of died in a unique way, which was cool. And again, I, I love the action. Anyway, I'm gonna go with a three five. Three five. Yep. Okay. I I think this is the second best movie you could go see right now. Wow. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I was gonna say Spider Verse is the best, and I think this. Do so you think that's you think it'll make your top ten of the year? Maybe I don't know, but okay. I just think that as of right now, in like the movie scape, that I think that this is a more family friendly movie than Aquaman. Very family friendly. Family. I, I think, think you can take fun. the family. You know, I, yeah. I, I don't think you, I could say there's that about a, yeah, other Michael two. Bay Transformers. No, movies. exactly. That it, Michael Bay, like, and it's crazy how how this one was shot in comparison to the other Transformers movies. That it's like it literally does look like a music video. 
like with all the and I, I'll admit the cars are pretty as they drive by, but they're just cars. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, and Haley Steinfeld's having a great year, isn't she? She with is. This and and Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. She's got a great. Uh, she had a good December. Yeah, and yeah. she's sweet. There's just something about her that's just like yeah. you're like I don't know. I just keep her away from Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. My god. All right, guys. So I'm going the three. You're doing three five. Three five. Three two five. I hit the average. Right on. Um, All right, guys. That's our Bumblebee thoughts. So tell us your thoughts on Facebook. Did you dig it? Let us know. Um, guys, I do want to remind everyone that our top 10 of 2018 will be celebrated during the week of the Oscars. Ooh, yeah, that's AV tradition. You know, we've been doing that for, man, before Videoland even started. Mm-hmm. So um, that's our Super Bowl. So we like to talk about our top 10 list during that week. And there's some Videolanders that only listen to select episodes. And that's usually a big one. So again, check back during the second week of February, um, Oscar week. We'll give our Oscar predictions. And uh, Ryan Smith and myself will give our top 10 movies. And we'll have someone else on, Seth, Kyle, someone like that, uh, for that third. I might get a fourth one this year um, to kind of fill that out. Uh, But check back um, during that week. Um, You guys ready to get into our top 10? I was born ready. I've been ready since take one, Brad. Some, I wish they would stop blowing the fucking horns. Yeah, exactly. Where's the chicken? <laughs> who, gave the, who gave those vuvuzelas? All right, let's save honorable mentions for the end of the episode. Um, Kyle, how did you create your top ten most anticipated list? Any specific rules? Mother- motherfucker, I wrote two different lists and then decided. What about you? No, and then decided an hour before I was gonna. So I wrote a list that was like no sequels. No franchise, like, it was, like, strictly, like, original or, like, adapted stuff Damn. that hadn't been on screen yet. Do you not like having fun? Oh, but see, but see, that is fun. That's a way to get those movies out there that aren't being talked about as much than, yeah. than some of the stuff we're going to talk about. But I I, been, I, I I decided to go with, like, yes, I'm just, the ten movies I'm most excited to see, keeping it to, like, you know, one per franchise. Oh, so you're you know, doing in, the in one the per franchise? Yeah. Okay. It, I mean... It makes it a little bit more yeah. interesting, right? To be fair, there's like three Marvel movies next year, <laughs> and I'm super excited about one. The other two, I, I'm going to see and probably enjoy, but... I, are Jake Gyllenhaal, man! Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal! Yeah, that's where we're going! Sure. So that's your rules? <laughs> that's, that's what I've laid out for myself. Alright, so usually to keep my list interesting, I don't add comic book movies or Star Wars. Alright, everyone knows that we love those movies, so why bore them with a list that they expect, mm-hmm. Right. Um, there's a lot of great movies coming out that I want people to know about. With that said, you know this year my rule's a little bit different. I allowed myself one movie per franchise. So you'll get one DC movie, one Marvel movie, and Star Wars will be somewhere on my list. All right, so those are my rules. Seth, any rules? Star Wars is on my list. <laughs> <laughs> so is a Marvel movie, but that's it. Okay. Yeah. That, that I was gonna say. I just tried not to. So litter. no comic book movies besides two. I mean, technically, the other one is a comic book movie. Okay. There is. A, yeah. there is I've got one a, that's like a pseudo comic book. Pseudo comic book movie, but it's twenty years in the making, and I feel like it needs to be talked about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you guys ready to jump into this? I certainly am. Hell yeah! All right, Kyle. What's your number ten? All right. This one's a little uh, fan servicey for me, I guess. I, I didn't expect to enjoy this movie. Or that I was that I was really anticipating uh, wanting to see this because it just sounds stupid on paper, but a trailer came out about a month ago for Detective Pikachu, mm, and yeah. it actually started to pique my interest quite a bit. <laughs> yeah. And like, I, man, I grew up in the height of Pokemon rage. You know, I played like everything that came out on Game Boy. You know, I'm 151 or die. You know, and this is this is what this movie is gonna be. It's gonna be like 
you know, bringing fully-fledged Pokemon to, like, a, a realistic sort of view. The CGI looked pretty good from what I'd seen. Ryan Reynolds' voice looked good. I think the humor is going to be right up my alley. And I, I you know, I, I anticipate seeing it. It might be on my list, probably the one at the end. I'll be like, man, that movie wasn't so great. Yeah. By the it, end of it, but you know what? I, I'm I'm excited to give it a chance. Yeah, interesting pick. It's not on my ten. I know fuck all about Pokemon, but after I watched this trailer, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm on board. It's in my honorable mentions. I think it looks fun. Mm-hmm. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Ooh, yeah, just yeah. because uh, that that's that's a Tarantino film that's coming out. Uh, his ninth film uh, comes out July twenty sixth, twenty nineteen. I like Leo and I like Brad Pitt and I kind of like the. I like the idea of Hollywood, so I like the, uh, um, I think that it's a, a cesspool of evil now, but, uh... <laughs> Tarantino but, at number 10. Yeah. What's wrong with you, Seth? I don't know. <laughs> what the hell's wrong with what you, What the boy? hell is wrong with you, boy? <laughs> so, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think that it'll be good, though. But you're not probably a huge Tarantino No, fan. I like, I like weird people in a weird situation, and he does that really uh-huh. well, so I'm hoping that we get at least one scene. You know what that. my son's first name is, don't you? Yes, I know. You named him after After him. Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, exactly. So I'm kind of a fan. After yeah. Harry Connick Jr. <laughs> Harry Connick Jr. and Quentin Tarantino, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, my number 10, guys, I'm going glass. Um, I've been hyped for this movie since the moment we got that Bruce Willis cameo at the end of a split. Mm-hmm. Um, the trailers, unfortunately, haven't hit me like I wanted them to. Really? Yeah, not as much. But, I mean, they're still good. But I, I guess my... Um, I don't know. I'm really expecting something special from this movie. Mm-hmm. Um Trailers haven't hit me like I wanted them to, but I'm rooting for Shyamalan. You know, um, I can't wait to see Mr. Glass scheming on the big screen once again. I hope Shyamalan can deliver the goods. Um, it releases in just a few weeks on January 18th. I'm very excited. That's my number 10. That takes us to number 9. Uh, my number 9 is kind of my out of left field one where I, I, I have high confidence it's going to be amazing, but no one knows fuck all about it yet, or even really when it's coming out. December's kind of the release date. It hasn't even started filming. But it's Sam Mendez's next project called 1917, set in hmm. World War I. Now, Sam Mendez like, is just someone who doesn't make a lot of movies, but when he does, they're just fucking special. Like American Beauty and Jarhead. I love shit like that. And that, it's, it's some, it, takes a, it takes a really fucking powerful filmmaker to give me nothing about what their movie's about other than it's set in World War I and for me to be really fucking pumped for it. And 1917 is going to be that one. Didn't he make a shitty James Bond movie? He made uh, Spectre and he made Skyfall. So, mm. depending on how you feel. I, they're both well shot. I think, uh, I think uh, what's the first one I said? Or not Spe- Spectre's not that great, but Skyfall was really good. Yeah. Where are you going, Seth? Number nine. I'm going to go the Lego Movie 2, the mm. second part. Nice. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed the first Lego Movie, but I mean, this, you know, the our Lord and Miller are even attached to this. Yeah, movie. they're producing. Yeah. They're just not produ- directing it. Yeah, but stuff. they're just producing. Yeah. Are they even writing? They, I think they wrote. They wrote and they're producing. Okay. All right. I just, I, man, like, just let those guys do whatever they want. I mean, like I was gonna say, but don't don't change up the equation because I feel like that's what happened with uh, with Ninjago. I feel like Ninjago was kind of a misstep. It was yeah. still fun, but I was still so I am uh, I'm curious to see where this one goes. Uh, comes out uh, February eighth, twenty nineteen. Nice. Yeah. Um, my number nine. I'm going us. Um, mm-hmm. Jordan Pill is writing and directing. That's enough to get me excited. Um, he directed Get Out, and even though I didn't love that movie like everyone else did, um, I still really enjoyed it. Um, it was fresh. Um, and Us might be the Jordan Pill movie I connect with. Um, I love the trailer. 
Um, the I Got Five on it remix is absolutely I perfect. That has been in my head like all week. I've been singing it. That's funny you say that. Wow. That's all I listened to before you guys came over. It's all I listened <laughs> to at the gym today, uh-huh. jerking off in the bathtub. <laughs> anyway, um, probably the best use of a song in a trailer. 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 Trailer maybe ever. I absolutely love it. Um, I love the cast. Lapita Nyong'o, Black Panther's Winston Duke mm-hmm. looks amazing in this. I mean, they look like they're going to crush it. It looks really promising. And Jordan Pill is hungry right now. And that's exciting to me. So um, it releases on March 15th. That's my number nine. Number eight. My number eight is dropping on Memorial Day. And it is the Superman movie we all fucking actually <laughs> want called Brightburn. Brightburn. Uh, it's James Gunn's foray into the DC type of world, um, taking on the, the, the Superman story, but if Superman wasn't this goody-two-shoe Boy Scout and is actually this horrifying, evil fucking monster, and it the trailer had me just fucking geeked out, uh, they take that Man of Steel trailer and just mirror it perfectly, but just the, those little twinges that make it different, uh, just... James Gunn, anything is, you know, going to get you excited just because he, he works so well with it. And, you know, outside of Guardians, he's also got Super, which is another superhero movie yeah. that he did that is fantastic. And so I'm I'm really, really excited to see where this goes with uh, with James Gunn and Brightburn. Right on, Seth. Where are you going, number eight? We're going, uh, one of my favorite uh, animated movies is getting remade next year. Ooh. comes out on uh, May 24th. Uh, that would be Aladdin. Aladdin? Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> is it Bollywood? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Aladdin's getting uh, is getting its live action debut, I guess. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm kind of curious to see what happens here. I don't know. You see them Will Smith pictures. Just oh, yeah, but then, but they say now. yeah. I was gonna say, but they say like that that there's no CGI. There's nothing. So, I'm so like, he's not. Is he gonna be? He's not gonna be blue. He's, but he said he's gonna be blue through most of the movie. I hope so. God damn. I, I was gonna say going that's the better than that that image he, we got on Entertainment He probably did some sort of like mocap. I would think, uh-huh. and then they like just said, "All right, well, you gotta. We can't all show the, you all yet. they've shown us is just Will Smith with a top. Oh, myself. I agree. It's weird. So I don't know, but I, I like that they. Uh, you he know. got. A, he has a hard act to follow too. I love Will Smith. I honestly think we're going to get someone as the genie. Will great Smith's choice. a great choice, but man, you're following the steps of fucking Robin Williams. And I don't understand too that I. What is it? Could they have waited like another five years and then they would have been able to use the archive footage or whatever? Do you guys know no, about that? No, that supposedly, like in twenty twenty something, that. All that archive footage, they can't, they couldn't touch it or whatever because, it, like, um, so much time has to pass. The original after he dies. Aladdin, yeah, because he recorded enough for like three movies. Oh, huh. and so you could have used his voice again and that had it, yeah, and had a you know another uh, basically a CGI version of him and yeah. had him speaking. For I'm him. sure Will Smith's gonna do great, but maybe yeah. they rush that image, that Entertainment mm-hmm. Weekly image out just a little too quick. Yeah, I yeah I, I say keep him a secret. Like just <laughs> yeah. let us let us Don't wait until we go to the movie and actually see him. And yeah. I'm kind of like. I think Jafar is a cool villain, so mm-hmm. I hope that they do justice. Jafar's one of my too. favorite like Disney villains. Yeah, yeah. that I think that uh, I, I hope that's cool. I think it's cool that they made him a little younger, so it's not nearly as creepy. Yeah. Just him trying to marry Jasmine. None, so, none yeah. of the live actions made my list, but I'm hoping to be surprised. Yeah. Lion King, hey, Aladdin. At least it's culturally appropriate too. Yeah. They actually yeah. hired you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping to be surprised by at least one of those three. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I'm going for my number eight. I'm going Rambo Five: Last Blood or. Mm-hmm. Red Dead Rambo, <laughs> whatever you're calling it, man. But I love Sly. 
It's fucking Rambo. I enjoyed the last one. It was brutal. I hope the same intensity is in this one. Um, it's supposedly the last time Sly is playing the character. Um, I'm, I'm excited to talk about it with you guys next year. Um, and he recently tweeted a pic of that Rambo knife. Did you see me put that on Facebook yeah. today? It's nicknamed Heartstopper. Holy fuck, that knife gave me a boner, okay? <laughs> oh, that's uh, I'm ready to see him fuck up a Mexican cartel, Rambo style. And there was a movie that was on my list last year. And you can so you can clump it up with this if you want to, and it never came out, but it's Bollywood Rambo. <laughs> I am all about Bollywood Rambo. If you haven't seen an image of that, the guy looks like Young Stallone. Uh-huh. It's gonna be crazy as hell, but I'm ready for both those movies to release. Maybe we'll just do like a double feature. Yeah. Are you predicting uh, more kills in this than in the last one? Is that possible? He's gonna have to like have a mini well, gun at the beginning of the movie like, and at the I end. I was gonna say that chain gun helped a lot. A lot. Yeah. That yeah. stacks up your kills. And I think that that. That was very helpful because, you know, he can't move very well. Anymore. No, no, he cannot. Yeah. yeah. So that release date is to be announced. Um, yeah. So I'm not for sure when that's going to be. Fall 2019. Dude, there's two baby. I always say my two Videoland babysitters when I was a kid um, on the TV was Stallone and Schwarzenegger, man. Anytime that they come out with a movie, as long as it's not some like, you know, Escape Plan 2 mm-hmm. bullshit, <laughs> it's probably going to be in my most anticipated. Man, I was even supporting uh, Sly when he was making movies like I See You, which were straight to video. I was mm-hmm. calling Ryan. I was like, dude, we got to go find this. No one's watching Stallone movies, you know? Uh, so I, I kept the love alive, you know? So I'm, I'm at least I'm getting a, some, a Rambo movie. Yeah. So I'm digging. I'm digging it. So that takes us to number seven. Kyle, where are you going? Uh, my seven's been mentioned before. It's a little lower on Seth's list, but it's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mm, nice. uh, I, I love me a Quentin Tarantino movie. Reservoir Dogs is one of my favorites. Uh, I love when he... he Tries to, you know, play with a certain sort of genre, and it looks like he's going to be that, like, 70s neo-noir type of, type of vibe, and uh, Brad Pitt and Leo look pretty good the way they're dressed up, and I don't need to know a whole lot about this movie other than Tarantino and, you know, dealing with murder and, and neo-noir stuff, so definitely going with that. All right. Number seven. Uh... This little nugget comes out on uh, May 31st, 2019, and that would be Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Yeah, yeah and I think that that will be... Uh, I think that'll be fun. I don't know. I'm a little sad that like the human characters are not... like Only like one of the human characters is coming back from the last one. Yeah. That, you know, Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch, they are going to be... Like, I mean, that's weird. It's like, who, they dealt with them the whole time last time. Why not, you know? But uh, Are you guys a fan uh, of Godzilla? Yeah. yeah I, Godzilla would have been my babysitter. Really? Yeah, cool. like I, you know where the uh, uh, O'Reilly's is in front of uh, on Fifty Two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that used to be a blockbuster, and hella Godzilla movies rented from there. <laughs> yes, the, the, every week you, had to get you, a new Godzilla movie. You know, this isn't even in my honorable mentions, but uh, I've always said I've said this a couple times. They've never made the Godzilla movie or the Kaiju movie, I should say. That's yeah. in my head. Mm-hmm. I'm always disappointed. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you didn't like the third act of Aquaman. I, I did, but it's still not a kaiju <laughs> okay. movie. I'm, talk, I'm talking from beginning to end, gotcha. you know? And I'm all about it. I just have never seen one that, you know, really grabbed me by the asshole. <laughs> you know, if hard I Hard to grab an asshole. It's hard to grab me by the asshole, but, you know, no Godzilla movie or kaiju movie has done that. Okay. So maybe I'll be surprised by this. Okay. One. I just think it's cool that, like, everybody's going to be in it. You got Rodan and Mothra and Ghidorah yeah. that like all like everybody's gonna be in it. And yeah. I'm sure that the Stinger will be Kong. Well, yeah, we're we're it? building up to Godzilla versus, versus King, King Kong. Kong so. cool. See, I didn't even care for Kong, you know. Yeah, so. it's like, fun. I was gonna say it's a good B movie. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. I don't know if you can even call a movie that costs hundred and fifty million dollars like a B movie, but Hey, that helicopter scene's pretty fucking dope. Yeah. And <laughs> you know, they somehow wasted uh 
Uh, I why, why can't think of his name. Hold on. Samuel Jackson? No. Loki. Tom Hiddleston. <laughs> yeah, oh, Tom, Tom Hiddleston. Hidd- yeah, Tom, yeah, Tom Hiddleston was completely wasted. I know. Movie. I know. And he had the adventurer look to him. I know. Man. He had a great cool. cast. I think that whole fucking cast was... Anyway. Yeah. My, no- <laughs> my number seven is the untitled Terminator movie. Again, yeah. Schwarzenegger. He's one of my babysitters. That's coming out this year? Yes, yeah. yes. Um, the Terminator franchise has been garbage for years. Um, there hasn't been a good movie since T2, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think all the other Terminator movies besides T1 and T2 are complete shit. Um, this is a reboot that starts where T2 left off. Uh, both Linda Hamilton and Arnold are returning. They both look badass, especially Linda Hamilton, man. I'm like, yeah. She's she, can looking, st- she can still fuck some shit up. Yeah, exactly. I think she looks amazing. Uh, James Cameron is producing. I'm a little iffy on Tim Miller directing. He directed Deadpool 1, but it definitely has my attention. Um, as far as I'm concerned, they get one more chance. If they fuck this up, I am done. All right, you, until seventh comes out, then they'll get one more. Chance. You only get one retcon. And I've talked about this before. Like Genesis, yeah. it wasn't really a retcon. They were still connecting themselves yeah. to the whole franchise. This is a retcon. All the other shits out the window, but you can't fuck up your retcon. You know, after that, I don't even know what where you're gonna go. You know, you, you let's do another one where T. You know, what the Untitled Terminator movie doesn't matter, and we'll just go back to keep on going back to one and two. You can't do that. You can't retcon the retcon. You can't retcon the retcon. So you get one more chance. After that, man, I'm done with you. Okay. All right, I'll just stick with T1 and T2. So, um, man, I hope they know it. It releases uh, in a good time too. It releases on November 1st, man. So it's gonna be like a, a fun, you know, close to Thanksgiving kind of movie, holiday movie. I'm hoping some people go see it. I hope that it lives up to the the T2 quality. Um, but that's where I'm going. Uh, that's, that's, that's my. A, that's a lofty goal yeah. for it, though. It is it's at least. But this is the first one that Cameron's come back to at least produce. You know, mm-hmm. so I'm hoping that he's just on his in his like in his uh, armchairs, just pointing his counting finger, money. counting money. <laughs> you know, I hope that he's actually like, no, you fucked it, you <laughs> fucked it all up, yeah. and here's what you need to do, Tim Miller. You know, yeah. I hope that's what happens. But that's my number seven. That takes us to number six, Kyle. Uh, number six is my most ambitious movie on here, and it's by Taika Waititi called Jojo Rabbit. Huh. Uh, it is set <laughs> uh, with Taika Waititi playing uh, the imaginary Adolf Hitler to a little boy. Uh, this doesn't have a release date yet, but it's 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 supposed to be a comedy. It's it's it looks really crazy. It's got Scarlett Johansson and uh, oh god, Sam Rockwell. Who I fucking Sam Rockwell's fucking amazing and everything. But it, it's basically this kid who's dealing with a lot of fucked up shit and has to create an imaginary friend, and he creates Hitler. And Hitler is his, what? like, goofy little sidekick buddy throughout this movie, played by Taika Waititi. And uh, Taika Waititi's Jewish. And they were like, why Why did you choose yourself to play Hitler? And he's like, oh, because it would absolutely piss him off. <laughs> and that's good oh. enough reason for this to end up on my fucking list. But, yeah, I, I love Taika Waititi. I love, uh, you know, what we do in the shadows. Yeah, great. I, absolutely, I loved Hunt for the Wilder People. I know that wasn't as big to you. And, and you know... But I love what we do in the shadows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I didn't know that was coming out. That's very interesting. Um, and those are the movies I'm glad that we're bringing up tonight. Um, he was also supposed to direct a movie about bubbles. Michael Jackson's yeah, check. Is I that, that? I think that's still kind of on hold for now. That but. sounds like perfect material for mm-hmm. him. I think Bubbles just died recently. Didn't he? <laughs> I, I think he know. did. Fact check that, guys. He might have died. Maybe it's fake news. He died like 10 years ago. I don't fucking know. <laughs> but uh, that sounds like something I want to see Taika Waititi do. Yeah. You know? so, I, yeah, it's, both it, those projects sound It's going to be ambitious. One of those movies like it could really go either way. No, uh, I'll, for sure. I have a feeling I'll probably like it, though. All right, number six, Seth? I'm going to go with uh, Men in Black International. Mm, Comes out uh, June 14th, 2019. I really dug the first Men in Black. Mm. And this one 
feels like the first Men in Black. So if we can get back there, because I really don't like Men in Black 2 or 3. Yeah, or 3, neither do I. Yeah, they're just not very good. And I even like the hat tip. Did you notice the picture she was looking at that you mm-hmm. could see Jay fighting the... Uh, the uh, the roach mm-hmm. on oh, the, really? in the painting yeah. yeah so I thought that was kind of cool that, I didn't even notice that so Will yeah. Smith and them are pretty much a part of this timeline then I guess it's like a uh, they're like reboot. well they're legend I guess and yeah. like, oh that's uh, awesome Will Smith yeah. could potentially come maybe back showed up maybe. that'd be awesome yeah so I think that could be fun and I that I mean that's arguably the Will Smith's best movie in yeah. my opinion that right there just fell off my list like if I had eleven it'd be eleven yeah I love Men in Black one mm-hmm. two and three didn't do it for him but it's a yeah. fun universe that they if. If it's someone like Ta- Taika Waititi was yeah. to get that universe, I mean, there's a lot of fun to be had there, and I hope whoever's directing this can have some fun. And the Men in Black are Marvel, so you could you could integrate them in if you really wanted to. Yeah, yeah. you know, let's, one just happens to look like Thor, and the other happens to look like Valkyrie. <laughs> so you know, and I, I yeah, love, let's slow our roll there. Yeah. So and I love the, he the hammer in the trailer. Oh, I don't know you why. already got the franchise planned out for the next ten years. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do, but I, and I love that he throws a hammer in the trailer. I just think that's too funny. Yeah, that's so, awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number six is Gemini Man. Um, it's a sci-fi mm. thriller. It stars Will Smith as an aging assassin who finds himself going against a younger clone of himself who can predict his every move. Um, there's currently no trailer, so I don't know what this looks like. All right, but it's directed by Academy Award-winning director Ang Lee, and it's produced by Jerry Bruckenheimer. Man, and I, it, it could be a lot of fun. I love Con Air. I love The Rock. You combine that with some, you know, with Ang Lee. And I want a Willisons, man. I want to see Big Willie on the big screen, you know, in a, in a good movie. Mm-hmm. You know, this could go either way, um, but it has my attention. It releases on October 4th. So that takes us to your number six. No, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, top, five. yeah we're on. Yeah, top, top five. five. Top now. five. Yeah. Uh, ooh, top, uh, top, top five horn. Ah! All right, enough of that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my number five drops on October 4th and is the highly anticipated Joker. Um, Ooh, two, man, both of those are October 4th. Yeah. Interesting. I am uh, really excited to, to see this movie. I, I mean, I love the character of the Joker. might be one of the best just characters in, in comic books yeah. ever. Uh, and to, to put this different kind of spin on it, Todd Phillips, who I'm not... What, we got I question? would just go as far as to say that him and Darth Vader are the two best villains in Western fiction sure i'm just tossing that out there anyway continue um but yeah and 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 i'm very curious to see what someone like todd phillips does who's you know he directs the hangover movies and old school interesting choice it's it's an interesting choice but martin scorsese handpicked him um but and the small stuff that we've seen uh the joker has a cool fucking look to him yeah i like just the very like 80s kind of vibe the movie's given off and i'm really fucking anticipating this movie i i i know it's not a part of their like extended universe but it's you know might be something that they look at and try to mirror in some of yeah their i have no idea movies. what to expect know. we'll we'll see yeah number five the Fast and the Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> it comes out on August 2nd, 2019. They were the best part of the last Fast and the Furious movie. I'll watch a whole movie about them. I mean, just, put The Rock in anything. I, it's like, I'll give it, I'll give it a go. Statham can, can, he yeah. can roll with The Rock. Though, sure so that's it's good. Yeah. So I'm, I've never been able to connect with that franchise, dude. That's really? not even one of my honorable mentions. Uh, uh, dude, did you see the last one? Unfortunately. You didn't like it? <laughs> where he's I where he's lifted the... I don't give a shit. That blows my mind. I feel like that, that should just totally be up your alley. Oh, no. Yeah. Man, what do you want me to do? Just change my list to fucking 
Kong and <laughs> you grew up with Stallone and Schwarzenegger exactly. and you're like you nah, fuck Fast and Furious. Yeah, exactly. so I, I, I grew up with um, Schwarzenegger and Stallone. Yeah, and I like The Rock. And we've had this conversation uh-huh. before. I don't think The Rock has been in a good movie, but I love The Rock. And he's doing shit like this. I want to see him in, a, in an action movie that's not fucking two hundred million in your face flying fucking cars and shit. I want to. I want to see The Rock in a fucking awesome action movie. That's what I want to see. Skyscraper. That kind of action is that kind of, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm talking about. I get shit like Skyscraper. And um, you know, Jungle Cruise, and I don't, I don't fucking Jungle know. Cruise. What yeah, there's a movie Cruise coming, coming out, out this year, year. <laughs> based on the Disney ride. Oh no, that's the shit I get. And I just hey, it, Jumanji worked. Jumanji was great. Yeah, I so wasn't why even couldn't Jungle Cruise be awesome? I wasn't even a Jumanji fan. I'm still holding out for the Rock Man. I want him to make something that I like. All right, um, that takes me to uh, my number five guys, and so I kind of use this slot as my wild card. Mm. And uh, I think his name is Robert Eggers. Eggers or Edgers, um, but it's his follow-up to The Witch. Mm, and uh, so, yeah. now, I'm not a big fan of The Witch either, but he is a very, very talented director. Again, another director that is just hungry. And yeah. I, I love when a director is hungry. You never know what you're going to get. Yeah, what, you know? Whether you like The Witch or not, you can't deny it. It's, like, fucking gorgeous. Exactly, exactly. And The Lighthouse is set in 1890 and is described as a fantasy horror story set in the world of old seafaring myths. Hmm. All right. As an added bonus, they're shooting on 35 black and white stock. All right. And it stars Willem Dafoe, Robert Pattinson. I mean, this could be amazing. I'm following this one very, very closely. Release date to be announced. Yeah. So. Didn't even know about that one. Yep. Has my attention. Um, That takes us to number four. Well, mine is number four, and it's appropriate because it's going to be Toy Story 4 on June 21st. Um. You know, I, my favorite trilogy of all time is probably Back to the Future, but I think maybe the best handled trilogy of all time might be Toy Story. So does this worry you, though? It doesn't, because mm. Toy Story 3 worried me, and I was like, you don't have to make another Toy Story, and they fucking killed it. Yeah, but it has a perfect ending. I, but still, like, I'm excited for this. Yeah. I'm excited. The the small teasers that we've gotten, I've actually thoroughly enjoyed, and I love the idea that they're opening up the just the simple premise of what even constitutes as a toy. Like, that, there's so much to fucking explore. In a world that you thought was, like, pretty closed off and done with, they just fucking blew the doors wide open and gave it a whole new life. Uh, you know, maybe it creates another trilogy. I, I, don't, I don't know, but I'm excited to see this. Uh, Pixar usually fucking crushes it, and Toy Story in general, they usually crush, so. Yeah, I'm hoping to be surprised. I mean, of course I'm going to be there. It's Buzz and Woody, yeah. right? I love those characters, but, man, we just came off that sto- Toy Story 3-way, <laughs> and, uh, you know, that ending was so good. I'm... You know, I'm a little bit nervous, uh, you know, what they're going to do with that. Because, man, I don't want that to say. Well, I don't even, want it to be, feel like that fourth movie that's just kind of there yeah, for the money. Right. Well, even Tom Hanks said, like, there's a moment in this that that is more just crushing and beautiful than in Toy Story 3. Well, maybe so. just being a pussy about shit. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> that takes us to number <laughs> Did four. you just call Tom Hanks a pussy? <laughs> Nobody likes that asshole. All right. Everyone takes... loves Tom Hanks. <laughs> Name what? All right, we're gonna start with Do you, you think that? Tom Hanks is a pussy? No, no. Have you seen those? Uh, it's funny. It's been. All, it's all over Facebook where it's like, here are the people who hate you know Tom Hanks and why. And you click on it, and it's like all these people have like you know just the best things to say about <laughs> Tom Hanks. Like no one hates Tom Hanks. No, no, no. you can't. So my number four is actually out in Japan already, and it releases. In two weeks here. Ooh, Dragon Ball Z shit, huh? It is. It is Dragon Ball Super Brawly. It has made over... It's made 1.8 million hmm. uh, US dollars. It's made over 2 billion yen already. And I am 
I'm just really excited. So, uh, I, I mean, there's not really much to say about it is that they've decided to... Um, all of the prior Dragon Ball Z films, except for the last two, have not actually been in canon. That they're just mm-hmm. kind of like one-off stories, basically. They could have happened. But now they're taking this character, Brawly, who's always been very popular, and they're going to make him canon, basically. And uh, longest movie... Um, they're going with more of a traditional anime style or animated style. So it's going to look a little bit more like the drawings rather than, um, the sharp angular style that Dragon Ball Z eventually got to. And, uh, some of the best animators in the world are working on it. So I'm super stoked. Uh, it hopefully we'll get to watch it here. The last two released here in Lafayette. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, that's January 15th nice. or 16th. Are you a so, Dragon yeah. Ball fan? I, I am not. I've never really watched much of it. Yeah. I just like watching people beat the shit out of each other. So, and, uh, I, I've heard nothing but good things. So right yeah, but well, I hope just, it's good. I know you're yeah. a big Dragon Ball fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number four has already been brought up tonight, but it's the Joker. Um, this is a Joker origin story, and as simple as that sounds, I have no idea what to expect from this movie. I have no idea what DC is doing here. Maybe just throwing shit at the wall, and to, just to mm-hmm. see if it sticks, you know. But this movie has nothing to do with DCEU or Jared Leto. Um, it has a, thank God, and this is awesome, dude. It has a fifty-five million dollar budget, so they're probably gonna take some risks with this, yeah. risks with this movie. Um, it'll make fifty-five million dollars back probably opening weekend. You know, um, it stars Joaquin Phoenix. I think he looks great as the Joker. And uh, talking about this role, he said the only reason he took it was because it scared him because he knows uh, Jack Nicholson and Heath Ledger mm-hmm. killed as the Joker. And he was like, it scared the shit out of me to take on this role. So, fuck yeah, I took it, you know? So he's taking this serious. Um, I think he looks amazing. I've, I've seen some of, I've seen him in action, you know, coming off of the bus in New York or like the, the, uh, subway. the subway train. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, there's just something to his walk and yep. his look. I think he's nailing it. I'm hoping it translates to the, to the, the finished product. Um, but it also stars Robert De Niro. Zazie Beetz, which uh, I fell in love with her um, last year, Deadpool 2. Mm-hmm. Um... I like what I've seen so far. This could be something very, very special. Um, and it releases on October 4th, like you mentioned, Kyle. Um, that takes us to number three. Uh, my number three drops in a couple weeks on January 18th. And it is the finish to the trilogy, Glass. Yeah, nice. Um, I I was super on board. I, I mean, I love Unbreakable. And the best character Shyamalan's ever created is Mr. Glass to oh, me. I yeah. love Mr. Glass. And uh, we got Split, which was a, an amazingly nice surprise with that great twist ending. And ever since I saw the end of that, I was like, ah, oh, we need yeah. we need the Beast and Mr. Glass together. That's all I want to fucking see. And then he got to work on it immediately. And I I like the trailers more than you do, apparently. I I love the way they, they use I color in it. I think they show it. a little too much, unfortunately, too. But it's I'm not sure they've shown much at all. But, show... it, but if it's Shyamalan, we know that we're not seeing everything. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? That, yes, there's, we're seeing the predictable parts, the parts that we could already put together in our yeah. head. Yeah, the, the stuff but, the stuff that we already know is going to happen. You know you know, David Dunn's going to bump into the beast on the street and yeah. you know learn about all his fucking Try and stop him and, and get shit. captured himself. Yeah. I, I guess, I guess yeah. my big worry here, and it's in my 10, you mm-hmm. know, I'm, I'm very pumped for this movie. But uh, Shyamalan did make a good movie for what, like 15 years in my opinion. Like, I like Signs, you know, more than a lot mm-hmm. of other people. Oh, I think Signs is great. Um, Sixth Sense, I think, is probably Pantheon. It's been a while since I've watched it. Um, Unbreakable's great. And, uh, man, but it was like 15 years and uh, then he came out with Split, and I was like, well, it looks cool. I mean, I went to go watch every other Shyamalan movie in the, you know, uh, movie in the theater. Went to go see that, and I was like, this is so good. Knew nothing about the connection to Unbreakable. We even and talked like, about that. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, this yeah. is awesome. I love this movie. And then I'll never forget that experience of being in the theater and, you know, having uh, David Dunn, you know, mm-hmm. at the very end. And I'm just like, oh, 
this is fucking amazing. And so I'm like, it's split, just one of those movies that he just got right out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And so what is what is um, Glass going to be? Is it going to be right. just another you know, fucking dumpster fire like his last 15 years? Or is he really onto something special? I hope he's onto something special because I'd love a nice tight trilogy here. Yeah, I mean, I, McAvoy fucking kills it in Split and he looks like he's going to kill it again here. Yeah. I mean, like I said, Mr. Glass is his, his best character that he's put on screen and that's coming back. And Bruce Willis hasn't really given a shit in much movie yeah. in a while, but he looks like he... You didn't like Death he, Wish? <laughs> he, looks like, he looks like he's actually bringing it, like he wants to do this. Yeah. And so that's that's always exciting too. And it's, it's Blumhouse again. Blumhouse has been... On a good role as well. Yeah. So. I'm hoping, man. I'm hoping that Shyamalan <laughs> kills it. I'm really rooting for him. My number three is Glass as well. Nice. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, we just had a three-minute conversation about it. So, yeah. <laughs> but what excites you about it, personally? I mean, I uh, I remember talking. I don't know if it's actually recorded, but we... We, we, did, ta- we did an episode on Split. We, no, but I don't know. This was even before Split. Is right. I, so I, I said, called you and we were talking about it. You called no, me. Before, though. Yeah, yeah, before yeah, the movie. Then I, I just remember saying, like, how neat would it be if Bruce Willis ends up saving those kids, that, like, that they, yeah, he's like, comes through the wall or whatever and then beats the shit out of McAvoy. And then that's, like, that's not exactly what happened. No. But, like, then it turns out that it was a superhero movie. So, um, Split's very special to me in that, that I, like, randomly called it. And mm-hmm. so I, I'm very excited to see uh, to see where this goes, even though that the trailers are making it look predictable, but I think that they're doing that on purpose. Yeah, I hope there's because some, some tricks. there's got to be some crazy twist. I mean, maybe, who knows, that all the movies are connected somehow, mm-hmm. some way, that uh, he just kind of blows our minds. So It's yeah, really a we'll sequel see. to Lady Aliens in the Water. Aliens are going to come down and kill them all. <laughs> it's yeah. actually a sequel to Lady in the Water. Yeah, exactly. hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, my number three is The Irishman. Um, it was my number two of last year, <laughs> okay? And then it got pushed to 2019, mm-hmm. all right? It was supposed to make the award push. It was supposed it was, to come out, like, this month. Yeah, it was supposed it to come out this month, and then it was going to be you know eligible for the Oscars. Never happened. So, um, But it's directed by Scorsese. It stars De Niro, Pacino, Joe Pesci, Harvey Keitel, and Ray Romano. I mean, that's a fucking cast. <laughs> that's a fucking cast to get excited about, man. Um, it's the ninth collaboration between De Niro and Scorsese. It's the first collaboration between Pacino and Scorsese. Um, this budget for this movie too is 140 to 175 million dollars. The most expensive project of Scorsese's career, um, and it will yeah, hopefully, Netflix. yeah, it'll hopefully be released by Netflix sometime next year. Only God knows when. But when they're it releases, do that Beyonce drop. They're just gonna like just one day. It's just gonna be fucking on Netflix. Yeah. People are like, oh fuck, we gotta scramble and get home to watch. <laughs> when this it shit. releases, it's gonna be something to talk about. <laughs> And I am worried about it a little bit. I mean, it's a $140, 175000000 million gangster movie. And I know a lot of that movie is going into de-aging because they're mm-hmm. doing some de-aging effects on, I think, uh, maybe the whole cast. I'm not for sure. They're all pretty old. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I know they're going back, you know, I, I, what I heard was like 30, 40 years. And then you're, so you're going to get kind of like, you know, the young versions of those characters and older versions. You know, you know mm-hmm. we, we just talked Aquaman. You yeah. know, it worked a lot there. But sometimes, you know, not for um, Tamira Morrison... You know, it didn't look so good. And, um, you know, for, for a lot of these movies, we see that in small doses. We've never seen a movie where, like... Um, everybody's de Everybody's de mm-hmm. or for, like, large amounts of time on screen. So I'm a little worried or about people it. people that are that old. I mean, like, the people that we've seen that's looked well on, like, Kurt Russell doesn't look as old as, exactly. as that. Or Samuel Jackson, you know, Black Robert Downing was Yeah, and all yeah. of these people look older than Tamara Morrison. Yeah. <laughs> so the de-aging could look horrible. But uh, maybe that's why we got the push, too. You know, maybe they're working on that. Um, but, dude, it scores Sessie with, you know, with, with that cast. You know, I'm very excited about it. So 
And that's where I went. And that takes us to number two. My number two uh, just got pushed up a week earlier, a few weeks ago, on April 26th, Avengers Endgame. Woo! Um, it's, it's hard not... Never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> Is that one of them Batman movies? Um... It's DC has no idea what they're doing. In game, what a stupid title! They're gonna end the whole game. Um, it, I mean, what is there to say? It's a it's a project, you know, ten plus years in the making. Like, of course, I'm fucking excited for this. Uh, I mean, it, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm like, uh, I mean, I'm at a loss to say. Like, no, what am I supposed to say? Like, not, if you don't know why I'm excited, then. When Infinity War came out, you know, like, we reviewed it, and I, and I enjoyed Infinity War quite a bit, but I'm like, you know, it, it's really going to go with whatever that second movie is, yeah. you know, because nothing is completed here, you know, it's it's like a part one, part two, mm-hmm. and for a while there, they were going to call it part one, part two, and, and to me, in my heart, it's still part two, you yeah. know, of the story, so, um, you know, Infinity War and Endgame go together, so I'm, yeah, I'm really looking forward to this experience, man. Mm-hmm. My number two is also Avengers oh. Endgame, yeah, um. Again, what is it? Twenty-two movies? How many movies now? Twenty-three it's a movies. Lot. It's a lot of movies. You got to throw Captain Marvel in between. Before yeah, it comes I was out gonna too, say but... I'm a little sad that we got two movies of of just kind of filler in between. But I don't know if Captain Marvel will be as much filler. We'll but see. I don't we'll know. See, yeah. Well, it's, it's prove it's me wrong, seen. Marvel. Prove me yeah. wrong. Yeah. But I feel like that we're gonna get some backstory on some scrolls mm-hmm. and yeah. her, so we know when she it shows up. It does feel up. like a, a filler movie, and I, yeah. Again, I, yeah, I hope that's not the case. But... Yeah, but. Uh, but I, I really, um, I really liked Infinity War, so I'm hoping that they just kind of knock it out of the park, and uh, I know that they'll do fine. I'm gonna say that good, good heads on them shoulders down, down at Marvel, <laughs> down there at Russo on. Studios. Exactly. I think that they, I think they're gonna be able to handle it. I think it's gonna be dope. I think it's really cool that like the six Avengers are still alive, so we yeah. kind of get like maybe a spiritual sequel to just the first one. You know, is uh, so is Chris Pratt gonna be in this at all? I was looking at the list, the IMDb listing, and his name wasn't on there. I think yeah. they've got to all show up at the end. I hope so, man. Because yeah. I really want, I like to see, you know, my, my favorite parts of these Avengers movies is where everybody's just shooting the shit. Yeah. You know, so I hope, you know, because this could be the last movie for like a Tony Stark or a Captain America. Yeah. I, we don't know. Um, and, that, and that will suck if I don't get at least one more exchange with, you know, all of our favorite characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, no, I completely agree. And uh, I'm, uh, again, it just seems like. I, I really like that first Avengers movie, and this seems like at least the first half of it's going to be kind of like that, with that same group of characters all just kind of, you know, ten years later trying to figure it all out. So I'm pretty pretty excited. All right, guys. Yeah. My number two is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. A new Tarantino movie will always be my number one mm-hmm. or my number two spot, depending if there's a Star Wars movie that year. Um, it's his ninth film, um, and I'm a little nervous. I think his last few films have kind of missed the mark for me, being a, a huge Tarantino fan with um, The Hateful Eight, not a huge Django fan, and Glorious Bastards. Mm-hmm. I'm like the first generation Tarantino, Reservoir Dogs, Jackie Brown, Kill Bill, Pulp Fiction, fucking untouchable. You know, um, this, I don't know what to expect, mm-hmm. man. And uh, it's not what I was expecting for his, supposedly, you know, second to last movie. Yeah. You know, um, if, if he sticks with that. Um, but uh, when he's on, man, there's no one better uh, this has a killer cast starting with DiCaprio and Brad Pitt and then everyone else in Hollywood uh, but it's supposed to be a love letter to the 60s 1969 to be exact um, it's also a Charles Manson story but not entirely but also a movie about an actor and a stunt double um, you know I heard it similar to, to Pulp Fiction style and tone so my mind body and soul is ready for this movie just bring it out I don't know what to expect but I'm just gonna go in I'm just gonna go in and I'm just gonna 
I hope he blows me away. Yeah, it's one of those movies I don't think I'm going to like try to look into too much before it yeah. comes out. I just want it to, to happen to me when, when I go see it. You know, yeah. like you guys been doing Star Wars like the last few years. Like yeah. we don't want to take in like all these trailers and shit. Like, but we decided just, we're gonna watch the Star Wars. Trailers. Oh, you're gonna do it this? Time? <laughs> yeah. Oh god, I, I don't know if I'm gonna do it. Oh, don't do oh, it. I'll don't do it. Tie you down. We'll watch them. All right, that takes us to our number one. He likes that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, ooh. that one was in my butt. Um, this one, my number one, kind of came out of nowhere. It was it was on my radar a little bit. Uh, but it, it shot up to number one on Christmas Day when the trailer for Us dropped. Oh, yeah, nice. Um, from the beginning of, I got five oh, on man. it. I was like, Sing ooh, it, ooh, ooh, I like, th- oh, I'm seeing Lupita Nyong'o. Yeah, I'm seeing Winston Duke. Yeah, yeah. I'm liking this. All right. And it's like, okay, you want to get going? crazy? You want to get crazy? We Let's can get, get crazy. crazy. <laughs> and then they fucking shoot off. And then yeah. that's when the trailer, like, really, you're like, oh, Fuck. Like, Dude, I hope that I hope that song is like the score of the whole fucking movie. Which which was even better in the trailer is that song keeps playing, but it just keeps like slowing down oh. and becoming like slightly more demonic and like broken. And it's a fun '90s pop song is yeah. like the most horrifying thing I've heard in ages. Yeah, this I mean this is one of my favorite trailers that I've seen in a very long time. It's got me very jacked for this movie. For sure. I, I can't get I got five on it out of my head. I keep I've watched this trailer like fifty times. Oh, I'm so not I, even kidding. No, I, I can't to. stop watching it. Um, get out was I, I I believe at the end of the year I had it in my top ten. Uh, it may have been my number one uh, in 2017. And Jordan Peele, like you said, he's hungry. Yeah, like, you can tell. He's like hungry. they get, it's like here's he's a little. He's carving a name for himself. Here's some money, man. like, and it, it's gonna have you know some social commentary to it. You can tell, yeah. but like, not you know as on the nose maybe as Get Out. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, this looks like a, while a simple, of also a very complex idea of you know you're your own kind of worst enemy yeah. kind of shit. And uh, and it gets me excited too because Jordan Peele in an interview said that he has um, ideas for horror movies. Mm-hmm. For days, I'm sure he does. <laughs> I'm, just like, I'm sure he dude. does. And like, man, like I said, he, he killed it with Get Out. I'm I'm so excited for this. I like genuinely. I don't get scared by movies very often, but like this trailer is fucking freaks freak, freaks me the fuck out. Like, mm-hmm. there's some just like really cool visuals and just the little shit we've seen. So yeah, yeah us is the the runaway winner for like most pumped I've been for a movie in a long That's time. That's cool. And Seth, you're not a big horror movie fan. You watched this trailer for the first time today, right? Yeah. What do you think about this? It was creepy. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because it didn't show up on your 10, right? No. Because I know it's not your number one. <laughs> no. Okay. No. I thought it was a really well done trailer. Um, I'm curious about it. I want to know what's going on where it's like, well, wait, why are there like burned versions See, of this sort. I'm yeah. in the same boat where I was like, I kind of, I want to know a little bit, but I don't want to know too much. Yeah. I want, kinda, I want I'm more to curious me. about the mystery more than anything. Like, and that is. Yeah. My, my favorite kind of horror movies are like, you know, we did Rosemary's ba- Baby this year. I love that kind of stuff. Hereditary is one of my favorite movies of this year. Yeah. Like, these just like. Just slightly off the beaten path, like sort of realistic, but kind of not. These you unnerving know, films. They're just unnerving. Yeah. Like they're not out to like give you jump scares. They're out to just like make you think in ways you don't want to think. Yeah. Okay. But I'll, I'll watch it. I don't. Probably not in the theater. I don't think I'm brave enough for that. <laughs> Even on those nice big new seats. <laughs> I don't like. Okay, maybe if someone, maybe if you're next to me. <laughs> okay. You can hold my I hand. remember, like, he doesn't take horror movies, you know, very well. I remember taking him to see Hotel Transylvania. And he- <laughs> Pissed his pants in the theater. <laughs> so what's your number one, Seth? Star Wars. It's a little movie called Star Wars Episode Nine. Is there wars up there in the stars? I hope so. Oh, yeah. Is the Ronald Reagan movie? I hope so. <laughs> um, I mean, I have been watching, um, I've been watching this dude's, uh, like, video series about J.J. Abrams, because J.J. Abrams never finishes anything, but he finished one thing. 
Felicity. <laughs> and so this guy watched all of Felicity, all 88 episodes, to try to figure out how, does how J- Star Wars is going to end. How does JJ end a story? He didn't get any answers. <laughs> then, like, he had no clues on how Star Wars can end. And so I'm just really curious to see. Ye- JJ loves his mystery box. Ryan Johnson blew it to pieces with the last movie. Yeah. So what do you do when someone always, destroyed yeah. everything you set up? You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. I'm just kind of... Uh, I always I, said, you know, like Ryan Johnson's shit in the mystery box. He did. So is J.J. Abrams, Abrams going to dump the shit out of the mystery box? Or is he going to leave the shit in there? And is he going to shit on top the <laughs> shit <laughs> in the mystery box? <laughs> it's yeah, very double, complicated. we got a double so shit box. We're in a very complicated time for Star Wars. Yeah. So. Okay. It and, all sounds really And it's kind of crazy. All sounds shitty. <laughs> This is going to be the same time that The Mandalorian drops. The Clone Wars yeah. Season 7 is going to drop. I mean, It seems like, like bad news for this movie, though, doesn't it? What? Doesn't it seem that, like, those are pretty highly anticipated things? That yeah. Seem like I think people they're are, trying to get Star really Wars running. back to the way that uh, it was with Episode 7. Do you think that basically. helps or hurts this movie? What, having those things? Yeah. I think that it will... Uh, I think right now people are probably, you know... Um, fatigued? No, no, because I mean, like, we got ten. I mean, oh, twenty-two okay. Marvel films. Okay. You know, yeah. I, there's no. I don't think there's Star Wars fatigue. Just Star Wars hasn't been on top of their game lately. You give, you put Star Wars on their game. I guarantee you this: Star Wars trailer, whenever that drops here in the next few Super weeks, Bowl. months, well, yeah, whenever no, that drops, I doubt that. If mm-hmm. it's I bet a, it'll be a celebration. If it's a good trailer, I'm telling you what, dude, it's gonna go through the roof. That's all you're gonna hear for weeks, months is Star Wars. Mm-hmm. You know, but he has to nail that trailer. JJ has to have a good trailer, especially with all. You know the the debate on yep. on Last it's Jedi, true. but no matter what, it's that Star movie Wars. is going to make gangbusters because of that debate. It's the most I've never seen a movie debated like Last Jedi. You say one bad thing about Last Jedi, and you probably even though you're not a Star Wars fan, Kyle, you probably see it all the time on Facebook where you have these two groups of people, people and they just devour work. each other over Last Jedi. And so that yeah, it's going to be fucking huge. And yeah, I'm curious. I'm curious. Star Wars is in a weird spot, yeah. and uh, I I think that um, gosh darn it. Now, now I'm thinking about groups of people killing each other uh, over <laughs> Last Jedi. But um, <laughs> yeah, they, uh, he's easily distracted. <laughs> it'll be interesting to see, you know, kind of where it all ends up and everything. Because I think that he will kick it off to be like, okay, now we can just do solo movies. We're like just not Han Solo. More Solo? Yay! Not Han Solo, but like we can do solo adventures with all of these kind of characters and stuff like that. So, um, yeah. Oh, I was just going to say that I know it's my generation of Star Wars fans that have the problem with it. So I was... I was a big Star Wars fan during that whole drought between the prequels and and all of that where like basically it was just Star Wars novel after Star Wars novel. Mm. So you could like... You, you could just ingest Star Wars and yeah. know Star Wars, and now they've blown Star Wars apart. And now I'm like, wait, that doesn't make any sense. But no, I need to just reset everything and be like, all right, yeah, take I, me on I, this adventure. I hope that gives me some critic street cred right there, because like I'll, I'll never forget, it was the most interesting moment in 2018. I'm pumped for Star Wars. It's one of my favorite things in the world, man. Um, it's it's my ultimate escapism. And I went inside to the theater, and I, and I watched Last Jedi, and I came out, and I was like, wow. That was not was not what, was not what I wanted. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't. I didn't think it was a good movie. Yeah. And to have to sit down that night after I'm that pumped because usually with the with those kind of movies, you know, if you're into that universe, you know, you can, you can forgive a lot of things. things you yeah. know, um, <laughs> Brian still does that a lot with DC. <laughs> um, but with with Star Wars, you know, it's just like man, no, they dropped. I think they dropped the ball. And, I was there um, with you. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. We all came back and we're like, wow. I remember Mark Markowitz was in the theater. Yeah. Or he was getting ready to go into the movie theater. He goes, Brad, you know, 
what was it like? And I'm like, man, I don't know what to tell you right now, man. I kind of disappointed. And he's like, oh my gosh. And that's all I said to him. But yeah, he was disappointed with it as well. Yeah. So a lot of a lot of uh, the, the the people, the, the regulars that come on here for AV was, was disappointed with it. I, I also, uh, Mark made sure to say that uh, he feels like Thanos looks like he smells. Did he so say that about like Aquaman? Aquaman? Yeah. Jeez. Does he have a fetish? I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, I, he asked me to make sure that that was said tonight. Yeah, so, yeah, well, he thought that Thanos looks like he smells. Oh, I'll yeah. keep it in there. It'll, okay. it'll, it'll make the edit. All right. All right. So, um, it'll be the name of the episode. Yeah, my, my number one, guys, is Star Wars Episode Nine and... Avengers Endgame. Oh, right. boo! Taking I, the cheap route. I think, I think you guys will understand this, though, but uh, both no. of these... Explain yourself. Okay. <laughs> well, they're sticking no matter what, but both of these movies are tied for me, man. We have no idea what happens with both of these franchises going forward, man. Who lives, who dies, Star Wars, or for, for the Avengers, man. Um, can J.J., in my opinion, fix the franchise? Um, is he going to give us the answers that we want? Is he going to bring the fans back together? Um, and the Russos, man, can they stick the landing? They will. You know? And can they set up the future of the MCU? Because you, even you said last week, um, Seth, I didn't get a comment on it, but I, I don't really agree with this, but you said during the Aquaman you know, interview that you're, you're probably going to lose some interest after this movie. Hell yeah, I am. And uh, I, I think mean, it's... Spider-Man will keep me... Then I'll be like, that's cool. I like Jake Gyllenhaal, but then, like, I don't care about anything that's going to be coming out, like... So right here, you know, yeah. can they set up the future of the MCU? Can and that's that's going to be their jobs. Here. I mean, because we're all going to be wondering what happens after this. And you know, yeah, they, they might not be writing the next six movies, but man, they're setting the blueprint right now. You know, so um, can they set up the future? Can JJ and the Russos close out these two huge blockbusters? Man, I can't wait to talk about both of those movies. I can't separate them, man. It's a tie. Um, Endgame releases on um, April 26th, and Star Wars releases in December, man. Yeah, I'm pumped for both those movies. I can't separate Endgame and, mm-hmm. and Episode Episode Nine for my my two. You movies. can only see one. Fuck, I can't. It's gonna. I'm a, I'm a Star <laughs> Wars fan, but man, I I can't wait to to see. Then you get neither. You can see neither <laughs> movie this year. I'm, I'm super pumped for both these movies, guys. So um, it's a tie. So I kind of get 11, but go fuck yourself. All right, let's talk about honorable mentions. Um, did you have any that almost made your list? I didn't. I didn't write any down. But uh, there's a. Is it? What's it going to be called? I forget. You're my friend. I think is the uh, Mr. Rogers. Do- uh, I think like, it just got changed. The title of that. Yeah, I, th- I think that's what it got changed to. That's why I was trying to remember. Okay. I think it's called You're My Friend or something like that. Okay, in my notes I have Won't You Be My Neighbor. Not that's what it was going to be. No, okay. that was the documentary. Yeah, that was the documentary. Yeah, yeah. Which uh, I love. Yeah. Yeah, you're my friend with uh, Tom Hanks playing. Uh, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. That's what it was called. So they, and they, now they, they it's, now it's it? you're my friend okay. or something like that. Unless it it went the other way. I don't know. Yeah. But it's it's the Mr. Rogers movie starring Tom Hanks, who we all just agreed a few minutes ago. You just can't fucking hate Tom Hanks. I'll yeah. be real. He's not my favorite. Oh fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he had AIDS in Philadelphia. Yeah, man got AIDS. That's terrible. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I uh, man, I wish I had kept them written down, uh, but I didn't. Uh, well, I, maybe I, you burn me, in hell. Maybe you're yeah, less yeah. burning hell too. Maybe, yeah, maybe I can look some shit up while you're. I had Rambo. Ones. Rambo. Rambo. Man, you guys gonna make me look like I put in some work, guys? Because my honorable mentions, man. So um, Captain, Joker. You and you're you're gonna echo this, um, Seth. Captain Marvel, Spider Man: Far From Home, and Shazam. Um, by my <laughs> by my rules, I can only pick <laughs> one comic book movie. Yeah, you know so. Um, I just want to see Jake Gyllenhaal's Mysterio. 
Yeah, that's about I, I, it. Yeah, and dude, especially Far From Home now, you know, it's got a lot to live up to, man, with Spider Man into the Spider Verse, yeah, right? It's true. Yeah. Um, but I, I, dude, you know, I'm gonna go and we're gonna talk the shit out of Captain Marvel, Spider Man, Far From Home, and Shazam. Um, but I went with Joker. I heard today. That Captain Marvel was going to make over a billion dollars. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. That's what the Facebook said. Yep, that's what well, the Facebooks are saying. Let me throw out some of them. Uh, it Chapter 2. I'm mm-hmm. excited to, to see where that goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, in the same vein as that, I mean, I think the Pet Cemetery trailer looks yeah. pretty good. So I'm excited to see these Stephen King universes. Uh, I think Shazam is an interesting like movie. I, yeah. I'm excited to actually sure. go see a, uh, yeah. a DC did movie. You, did you hear they're giving Black Adam his own movie, I guess, now? That's what it looks like, yeah. yeah. So is Black Adam going to be like a stinger at the end of Probably, Shazam? but I was going to say that he's not going to show up in this movie at all, I guess. Yeah, every time I watch the Shazam trailer, I just have a big smile on my face. Yeah, yeah. it looks you good. Know? It's I funny, see. though. I was with my father-in-law, and you just never know what he's going to say. Yeah. And you know that scene where Shazam just, like, launches himself up in the air and falls down? He's like, mm-hmm. oh, God, what is this shit? <laughs> it's like... <laughs> Don't get no like, where's that come from, dude? Yeah. But because of my rules, I you know I had to I picked Joker in um, Avengers Endgame. Um, mm-hmm. Did you have any more that you want to? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm interested to see what they're gonna do with Hellboy. I don't know if it's gonna be any yeah. good or not. I'm it's not. No Marshall, exci- which yeah. I'm kind of excited about. Not overly excited by that trailer, but yeah, you know, I, uh, but we'll see where they go with it. And uh, I'm excited. Uh, another like offbeat kind of indie movie is called Where'd You Go, Bernadette? It's Richard mm-hmm. Linklater's movie with Kate Blanchett uh, and Billy Crudup. It's kind of like abandon their child and go to the Antarctic, which sounds kind of oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, I also have Outlaw Johnny Black. I don't know if this movie will ever come out. It was on my top ten was... last year, and then it got pushed. This is the it... Michael Jai White yes, like, Black Dynamite success? Yes. Yeah. It's, it's a Western parody starring and, and written by Michael J. White. Michael Jai White. It's basically a, a Western Black Dynamite. Um, but it still doesn't have a release date. Sure. So I was like, fuck it. I mean, if it, if it had a solid, like, hey, it's coming out in March... There's even a website, you know, um, it has the uh, the Outlaw Johnny Black website. No, nothing. No, no release date. If it had a release date that says coming out in March, it would probably be in my top five. You know, uh, that's my jam. I love Black, Black Dynamite. Dynamite's so fucking good. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised you guys didn't bring up uh, John Wick, Chapter 3. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I'll see it, but yeah. like, I, I really love 1, 2, I was just okay. Kind of disappointed, yeah. yeah. I don't have a hard-on like everyone else does for Wick, but, uh, but still fun. So I'll go see that in the theater. Pokemon, you know, um, trailer surprised me. Looking forward to that. It Chapter 2, um, Pet Cemetery, Spawn. I'm very curious what this mm-hmm. will, will end up looking like. Yeah. You know, could be a Who's dumpster fire. Spawn? Not, Fox. not Michael Jai White, which Jamie Foxx. <laughs> oh, is he? You're right. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's Electro. See, <laughs> see, that's one of those things. I think everybody would just forgive it and just move on if you just recast Michael Jai White and say it's just wait, we're redoing this shit. It's been 20 years ago. Who gives a fuck? Michael Jai White Spawn. Mm-hmm. You know, let's just run with it. But nope, got fucking Jamie, Jamie Lee Fox. Fuck him. Jamie um, Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> <laughs> um, Fonzo is something I'm really interested in, and it's uh, Tom Hardy playing Al Capone. Oh yeah, yeah, and I don't know if you guys have seen some some shots on the internet, but he looks just transformative. Um, Another uh, autobiographical, well, not autobiographical, but a uh, bi- uh, biopic is uh, Rocket Man with yeah. uh, Taron Edgerton playing uh, Elton John, which looked pretty pretty interesting. Yeah, and then it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, or whatever the fuck the title is to the uh, Mister Rogers biopic, starring Tom Hanks and. Uh, I don't know how they're going to top the documentary. It's in my top that's, five. That's why it didn't make my top ten. Exactly. I'm like, it can't beat it's, that documentary. Exactly. That's in my top five movies of this year. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to let a lot out of the bag, but that is in my top five. Um, yeah, I just... How are you going to top it? You just... I, I don't see them doing that. Um, Lego Movie 2. Man. 
Lego Batman was my favorite movie of last mm-hmm. year. Um, I'm excited for Lego movie. I really am. I'm a little less excited after Ninjago, okay? I'm sure it'll be great, but it is what it is. Ninjago kind of stole the, stole some hype. And I know Lord and Miller didn't really have much mm-hmm. to do with Ninjago, and I don't know. I'm hoping that... They just did Spider-Verse. Yeah, though, I'm hoping they can yeah. excite me like that movie. It might even it might break my fucking top ten next year, but as of right now, Ninjago just left that sour you know flavor in my mouth um brought up toy story 4 you know i just i think that trilogy ended perfectly you know and uh, how are they going to top that you know i love buzz and woody i'll probably end up loving it but just kind of you know cold feet right now a little nervous about that one um men in black you know that was uh, almost made my 10 and i love the combo of chris hemsworth and tessa thompson seems like a fun summer movie Mm -hmm. um james gunn produces a bright burn you brought that up that was on your 10 right yep and then I'm still still highly anticipating um, the martial arts movie Triple Threat. Remember Jesse brought that up last year? It has um, Tony Jaw, Michael Jai White, Ego Ueas, I think that's how you say his name, Michael Bisping, Scott Atkins. Mm-hmm. And that was brought up last year on our most anticipated. It's still not out. I think it comes out in like February, March in China. It blows my mind. Yeah, so... Man, I don't, I don't know. But overall, guys, I think it sounds like a, just a, a great year, man. Any final yeah. thoughts before we... Put just a fucking lid on 2018. Yeah, like I, I thought 2018 was a pretty solid year for movies for the most part. Yeah. Like there's like the last few summers had been like full of stinkers for the most part, but I I really don't think there were too many movies this year that I saw where I was like, man, that was just fucking garbage. Yeah. Like like I, some movies I didn't like, but like there was a, a lot of stuff that I at least enjoyed myself yeah. watching. So but you, know, I, you know, like Ryan and I have always, we've been doing our top 10 list since I think 2007 together. And a lot of the times, you know, like your, your top five, mm-hmm. you know, like I don't buy anything unless it's in my top 10, usually only my top five. And uh, most of the time, usually six, seven, six through 10 is usually filler. It's like, I like this one, you know, I'm gonna put that there. And this year, man, my five, I'm super happy with my five Mm -hmm. and uh, six through 10 are really good movies, movies that I really enjoy. Um, I probably could have made a a really strong 11 or 12 and I'm still not finished watching some of those, some movies. There's still going to be some movies that, you know, are squeaking in here towards the end of the year that you haven't seen yet. Or one of those movies that like just released in like April and now it's starting to get some traction. That Peter Jackson documentary, man, it had a small Mm -hmm. release. It's It's already been released in, you know, a few theaters, I think in December they did a, and November. They did, they did a Fathom event, like, yeah, just a couple weeks ago. And yeah. it did really well, and so now they're going to release it for a couple weeks. And yeah, and then it gets a wide release in February. Um, so, But that's why we do it the week of the Oscars, our top tens, because then, you know, if it's eligible for Oscars, it's, you know, that's, that's um, we kind of form our list around that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man, what do you think about this year, Seth? Did you have fun at the movies? Oh, yeah, I was going to say that I have... Uh... If I get to share my list, I mean, my list is all just built on, like, what was I watching? And I was smiling and having a really good time during. And um, 2018 was a lot better than what I thought it was going to be. A lot and, of variety, man. Like, yeah. I really connected with sports dramas, mm-hmm. animation, mm-hmm. Bi- or uh, not biopics, um, documentaries. Mm-hmm. I mean, across the board. Um, horror yeah. was di- yeah, different horror. this year. We got, you know, things like Hereditary and Mandy, just kind of offbeat sort of horror picks that... so but i mean 2018 was great and here's looking to 2019 let's let's hope that it, that it keeps its pace yeah and it's funny too these lists hardly ever reflect our favorite movies of the year yeah. it's gonna be interesting looking back 
Um, in and 2019, Spider Verse wasn't even on my fucking uh, exactly, radar. Exactly, Spider Verse wasn't. My, it's easy top three. For nowhere me. on my radar. Yeah, and neither was Lego Batman the year before. You know, yeah. I really love Lego Batman. So, yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting to look back. You know, 2019, looking back at 2018, you know, where these movies will will end up. Will any of them make our top fives, top tens? Um, I don't know. It's just always this. It's always nice to have those surprises that come out of nowhere. You know, but uh, this is a start, guys. So you want to wrap it up? Yeah. All right. As usual, I hope everyone enjoyed tonight's conversation. Where can Videoland find you? You can find me at Movie Script Life on any of your social media platforms or Kyle Brown on the group. I'm Seth Fisher. You can find me on the uh, the old Facebook, uh, and then you can find me on Twitter or Instagram at Laird Geek L A I R D G E K. And you can find us on adventuresinvideoland.com. We're on Instagram. But the conversation always begins and ends on Facebook. You've been listening to Criticism in its finest hour. Until next time, my good people, we hope you have a great year and a happy, happy, what, happy great year? A happy New Year. A happy New Year. <laughs> All right. See you in 2019, bitches. Bye!